Holy boys. Mm. Look at us. Hopefully uh, you can see us. If not, <laughs> you know if we've not, been we'll shoot ourselves in the you fucking know, head. You know we've been struggling out here. I, <laughs> but, I damn near uh, broke the new iPhone. <laughs> that it won't upload. I don't know what it is. Although iPhones and Google Drives. Like I said, iPhones are shit. But it seems to work for the recording and hopefully it'll work tonight. Hey, you know what? Kyle, how was your week? As he goes for a sip. Ah, right, it set me up right there, but it was, uh, it was good. It was good. Uh, the weekend was mostly where the fun was, because uh, today is my daughter Brooklyn's birthday. She will never watch this, so I'm not going to bother saying happy birthday to her here. <laughs> but um, but we, had, we had extravaganza for the whole weekend. So Friday, they like to quick clean up. So we decided we were going to do the kind of... A little bit of a mixture of the drive-by uh, birthdays that everybody's been doing for their kids. Okay, and okay. a little bit of that and uh, stop stop and stay for a minute. So we, because uh, the first birthday was like March 22nd, 2020, which was approximately two weeks after everything was shut down. So we had we had the gymnasium booked, we had all the, every, everything set up, everybody's going to come, it was going to be a huge party, because we wanted to have a big birthday party for her ends up we have a smash cake at home by ourselves so no first birthday so this one we're like fuck it we're getting people like it's been a year bonnie henry said we can have 10 fucking people outside so if i could take her up on that offer so we uh <laughs> open up the open up the garage set up a big uh tent on the driveway just had people between 11 and 2 just show up stay for a little bit Pretty much everybody that showed up had kids, so they just played around. But uh, me and Brittany built her this uh, little jungle gym thing. God damn, was that a bitch! Mm. It's it's uh, it was crazy expensive, but it's a uh, it's a lot of piping with different like uh, three prong connectors in the bottom, then five in the middle. It's a uh, it's basically a little little tower with a square piece on the top, so it like she can climb on it. Mm -hmm. But uh, each. Each uh, each pole has uh, two little the button presses to connect into. Yeah, all of them were hard as shit. So like you get your <laughs> hands are raw halfway through. So we end up using a little scraper pushing it in. <laughs> Did all the bottom ones backwards because they uh, don't read the directions as Brittany res reminded me a couple times. <laughs> but uh, finally get it set up and it's it's perfect. But then then that night as well, Brittany made. Uh, cupcakes, but like I had my 3 a.m. shift and started making cupcakes around 11, 11:30. I'm sitting there with her, and have, you know when you you go to sleep, you have a dream. It's kind of like a nightmare where you, you're driving and you like say you go off an edge and you're about to hit and you kind of wake up a little. Oh, what the hell? Like you okay, kind of yeah, have yeah. that feeling. Yeah. So I had that, but it was because I was falling in real life because I was standing up, fell asleep, and as I was falling down. It woke me up and I caught myself right before I hit the ground. Oh, so I'm like, okay, well, I apologize, but you're finishing the cupcakes on your own. I gotta get to sleep before I die. <laughs> so I had to leave her for that. But then uh, the party was awesome. People showed up, left when other people showed up, and just shitload of cupcakes. Brooklyn ate 
too much because we don't I don't say no to her <laughs> that often. She's got me wrapped around her finger. She ate my damn meal today. She oh man, she, like she had her rice and then uh, then she jumped down and she's like, oh I'm gonna go play. I'm like whatever. Instead, just comes over, jumps on my lap, starts eating my rice. I cut a piece of chicken. She'll take half of it. I'm like oh god. It's your hopefully birthday, she so has you get your. Uh, hopefully she has your metabolism. Yeah, she will. <laughs> the Lord's own metabolism never gain a pound. Or, or we'll be running a lot. One way or another. <laughs> yeah, we're be we'll, run. we'll fix. We'll make sure it's all good. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was a crazy hectic weekend. It was it was good though. It was fun okay. and nice for her. So uh, this week in the life of Dustin, we have our uh, not so weekly weekly movie review. Mm. I watched this movie this week, Kyle. It's called The Last Whistle. Coke Zero. You said Coke Zero tastes like Coke. It doesn't it, taste like Coke? No, it's off Coke. It's a, it's Coke minus. Ever. It's Coke oh, negative. Fuck. It's kind of like Pepsi. Honestly, not as good. Honestly, I can't even really like fight you because we bought it thinking, oh, it tastes like Coke. And then Hope was like, no, it doesn't. Yeah. And now, as you can see by the case of Coke there, we immediately bought actual <laughs> Coke. <laughs> and the, the thing is, I don't really drink that much pop anymore. I drink beer and water. That's pretty much it. So when you're like, oh, do you want a Coke Zero? I'm like, yeah. Like, it's probably Coke-esque. But see, it's it's Coke adjacent. We save all the Coke for the lady. And then I'm just like, well, if it's got sugar, I'll probably drink it. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's why it just so stays I'm in saying, my I'm fridge. Gonna stay up tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, like I gotta wash it down with water. <laughs> but sorry, keep Anyways, going with your movie. So, I watched this movie called The Last Whistle. There's nobody notable in it. The Last Whistle. Um, it's a football movie, and it came out, I think, like, 2019, I think, if I recall correctly. Um, it says, it's not based on a true story, but several true stories. Well, so basically... It's a made-up story that has influence from a bunch of things that may or may not have happened. <laughs> it's a recipe for suspect. Yeah, that's a caveat. That's like, I want you guys to, like, watch it because it's kind of based on true story, but I'm making it all up. Like, now, I, I'm trying to create a story here. Before I jump into the, the ridiculous premise, Kyle, you played basketball for a long time. A couple times. Yeah. A lot of cardio in basketball. You yeah. run up and down the court. Yeah. When you're in basketball practice... I didn't play basketball. Uh, <laughs> we know. <laughs> <laughs> when you're basketball practice, coach is like, hey, we're going to run lines. Yeah. How many lines do you think you do Like, of a basketball court? Like, what's like a damn we work? Well, uh, for for all of uh, the kind of training camp leading into the season, we do, uh, we start every practice with five sets of suicides. And if you don't, if you don't finish, if you don't get a faster time each time, then you add one extra one to the end. And then five sets of suicides yeah. is essentially like what running the length of the gym like three or four times. Uh, I guess I don't know. I don't run the length. It's like just foul line back, center back. You know. Yeah, suicides. but like if you, if you like added that up, you think it's like what two lengths? Then? It'd be going back and forth probably thirteen times. Okay, That's it. it's not bad. So when I played football, if we got penalties that week, pretty much every single penalty. We had to sprint the length of the field. Hmm. So, you do the math, 20 yards in penalties, that's really like two penalties in a game most of the time. Yeah. It could be four if they were like cheeky, but more often not, 10 yard penalties, pretty standard. Um, 20 sprints, cool. You got those hell days where sometimes it's like, oh, 70 yards of uh, penalties? You'd be running all day. Yeah. 
So I've run in the upwards of a hundred sprints at practice. Yeah. So in this movie, in The Last Whistle, centered around a coach. He's coaching a high school football team. His high school football team is a championship team. They've been a perennial in the finals all the time. Very well run program, runs a tight ship. Um, and so on this fateful day, you've got this one kid who, uh, I think his name is Benny. Let's go with Benny. I feel like it was a Benny. Um, he's a running back that uh, really cares about football. He doesn't have good grades, so his chance to go to college is pretty much solely predicated on getting a scholarship yeah. for football. Um, he has a mother that doesn't like football and doesn't see any value in football and thinks that he's wasting his time. She's very supportive. Yeah. Um, but this coach is in his corner. This coach is like, we can get you there. And like, I always have time for you. You ever need anything, you come to my office, I'll always make time for you. Well, on this particular day, they got a big game coming up and it's it's big for everybody. There's a Auburn coach is come to the practice was like, hey coach, if you do well this week, we can probably offer you a job at Auburn, yeah. play Div, you know, coach Div 1 football. So it's a big week for the coach too. It's a big week for everybody. Um, and there's this one kid on the team He's just a fucking dick. His name's like Mark. He's just a fucking dick. And Mark doesn't give a shit about the team, clearly. He's upset in the in the game that they show. He's upset he didn't play. So he's like, Dad, you're rich. Do something about it. Bruh. That already had me triggered. Okay. Quick pause. So when they said it's based on true stories, did they mean that they just based this movie on every other sports movie? Like, they just <laughs> took little bits of every one and just threw them all in there? Like Realistically, I don't actually think the person that made this movie, like, you'll understand in a minute, I don't think the person that wrote this script actually ever played high school football. Because their interpretation of how these players respond, how they act, how the coaches act, how the community and the league responds to things, and just like real life is so inaccurate yeah. that like the actors are just he's clearly talking about something he's not informed on no clearly not and never asked anybody so anyways <laughs> Mark's a dickhead doesn't want to work hard he's just like why are we doing this this is stupid and so it's practice uh, it's like first week or first practice of the week um, people are running late like they're trying to scramble to get their gear on and Mark's like not even changed. He's just like on his phone. And so he ends up holding up like a group of like three or four guys. So his three or four guys are late to practice. They're 11 minutes late. Now, you might think it's not a big deal, but in high competitive situations, such as this very intense high school, and in college, it was the same way. If you're late, everyone runs. Yeah. That's just how it is. Yeah. Coach is like, you guys were late, 11 minutes, 11 sprints. I haven't even like blinked yet because to me, I'm like 11 sprints. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Don't care. It makes sense. I'm not even like, I'm do it doesn't even, this is just like the warm up for the practice. It means nothing to me. I don't, it doesn't even register that this is a significant thing in this yeah. plot. But it is. So they run 11 sprints or seemingly 11 and Mark stops. And he's like, why'd you stop? He's like, that's 11. I counted. He's like, no, it wasn't. You have one more. Run it. Everyone's running it. And he's like, no. And he's like, basically like, you're an idiot. Now you're all running even more because 
Mark doesn't want to run. <laughs> Finish the drill, Mark. Yeah. Or get the fuck out of here. You don't want to be here? Go. Like, I'm triggered at this point. I'm livid. Like, I'm not even on this team. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to beat your ass. Yeah, yeah. You live in a reality <laughs> TV show, dude. <laughs> and, like, the coach is like, hey, guys, uh, your boy Mark doesn't want to run with the team. And everyone's like, dude, fucking run. Like, everyone's like, dude, what are you using? Yeah. No, why are you listening to him? And I'm like, who is this guy? Get him out of here. Yeah. I'm so heated right now. <laughs> this is like seven minutes into the movie and I'm heated, bro. Like, I'm heated. Anyways. I'm, every time you talk about me, I'm so fascinated by how into the movie, how like you make it into a real life event. Like, you your mind's so good at that where you're, you're fully immersed <laughs> where like you refer to this guy as mark every single time not like the character on the show like his team like these are I'm real lives you these guys were at york they, they were right <laughs> beside you 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 were talking shit about him back in the 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 uh dorms like yeah. it's crazy how immersed you can get into these anyways I'm fucking pissed, bro. And so, finally, Mark's like, fine, whatever. But Benny's having a hard time, and like, because he's pushing himself, and he's getting tired. And my brain's like, bro, it's it's 11 sprints, maybe yeah. 12. Is your running back? What's the deal? Yeah, if you're competitive. And you he he drops to the floor, and I'm thinking, shit. Benny have an issue? Like, has he got like a, a lung breathing or a heart issue? Well, Benny dies on the field. (laughs) 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 Benny dies? He dies on the field. And and everyone's like, oh shit, oh shit. And they get the ambulance and they're like, yep, he's dead. And I'm thinking to myself, why did he die? Yo, what's the heart issue? He's got a yeah. heart issue. You have to have a heart issue. You don't just die from 11 sprints. <laughs> he ran himself to that's death. Why I, that's why I started with the question. 11 sprints? Yeah. And you're... And you... And you, you're, First off, you're throwing up? Relax, bro. Yeah. Like, relax. Anyone like, that ever played sports had to run 11 sprints, then, damn, that sucks. But they don't... That's, like, if you're getting sick, you're feeling bad. That's the first day... First practice after summer... Maybe you're like you're not fully into it. You're getting you're getting into the runs, and you're like, okay, this is fuck. Like the McDonald's is catching up to me. You get the because generally, like for I don't know for football as well, but for basketball, when you're like for spring club teams, the beginning like the first like couple weeks is basically to weed out who doesn't actually want to be there, and you set up puke buckets and all the corners, and it's just running for two three weeks. You just right? constantly run run run. So. If you're in the middle of the season and you can't run and you're in a competitive, like, might win champion. You're state. a running back. Yeah, and you're, and you're the runner. Oh, my God. Running back. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> but, like, also, you could be like, but, Dustin, if you actually sprinted as hard as you could the whole time, you'd be so tired. Shut the fuck up. Anybody that ever played sports knows that if Coach says, we're running five laps, all right, here's my relatively effort-fueled light jog to finish this task because I still have two hours he's expecting me to practice after I finish these sprints. No one's fucking sprinting. To be the lineman. Exactly. Like, what? 
<laughs> I'm sitting here like, no, no, no. I was at tryhard. I was the one that won every race. That was what I was going for. No. I'm like, oh, you're the one that keeps the average down so that we don't have to do extra laps at the end. <laughs> you're the one that, like, because that's always what it was, is that whatever type of sprint you're doing, if you're doing five of them, if you if you get this amount of time, you have to always beat it or you have to be around it. If, if it was just the top guy, we'd always be fucked because the centers were at the back. <laughs> yeah, but no, it, especially in college, the linemen had a different tax bracket. Yeah, than, yeah. Than the, yeah the, they were paying a different tax bracket yeah. than the other guys when it came to times for yeah, running. We were counting the 40-yard dash <laughs> at the same level here. But regardless, uh, yo, what's the heart issue? Well, anyways, yeah, so it turns out Benny's got a heart issue, and his mom apparently didn't know. And... They wouldn't have found out, except for the fact that he died. And his mom is saying that that makes the coach a murderer. You didn't know your kid had a heart issue, which you're supposed to disclose when you register the kid for sports. Like, you got a physical. And he didn't even... They're not even 20 minutes into practice, and he died because he has a heart issue. And you're saying, I'm the bad coach? This is basic level conditioning, and you're playing this up like I just, like pushed you to the edge of your life and that any of these kids in this room could have died no one died just the kid with the heart condition that the mom didn't fucking know about yeah what so anyways they have like you know it's obviously sad um they cancel practice whatever (laughs) obviously sad but every time you say he died laugh it's so it's so silly um like if this was like a real life thing I'd probably laugh harder because of right. how stupid it is. Now, there, there's an assistant coach named Greg. So the head coach's name was, like, Vic. So Greg, Greg's like, man, like, we got a big game this week. You really want to do, like, punishment runs right now? And Vic's like, we have to lay the discipline. If they think they can get away with this, then it, it all goes downhill. We need discipline. Yeah. We have to run no matter what the situation is. That's the standard we need to set. Greg's like, whatever, coach. So they ran. Now, after this game... First off, Vic goes to the bar way too often. There's probably eight bar scenes that open exactly the same way. Here's the door frame. Here's Vic fucking walking in, sitting down. And for some reason, there's this one guy, his name's Bradley, who's just always there. He's just someone's dad. Hey, coach, I heard you killed the boy. And he's just like in his face antagonizing. I'm like, can someone give this guy a rest? Like... Whose man's is this? Get him out of here. He's just consistently conf- trying to create conflict. Mm. And then the bartender starts kicking out the coach. He's like, coach, you just got to leave. Like, this guy's good and you're the problem. Like, yeah. What? That dude's been here for two weeks. <laughs> He's paying for this bar. It's just all of these bar scenes are so ridiculous. Mm. Anyways, um, the Auburn coach, <laughs> or so, so they, they kind of like, um, they're getting ready for like the next game. Yeah. Um. And the coach is like, you know what? I know, like, it went, like, things it happened this week. Greg was like, I don't think we should play this game. And the coach is like, no, like, the players, they want to play. They all want to play. They want to show solidarity solidarity for Benny. We're going to play this game. He tried to get the game postponed, but the other team said, no, we're not postponing the game for you, even though one of your kids died. Yeah. They're like... You guys can forfeit yeah, if you this want. Is, this is American football. Right? So like you You're can, supposed to die. They're like, you can forfeit if you want. First off, 
what league has one of their teenage players die and doesn't push the game to the end of the season and move the game as a league? Not just like, coach, come on, one of our kids died this week. Can we postpone it? No, fuck you. The league should just be like, bang. And that's what would happen in real life. The league would just take control. They did it in the NFL. Someone got COVID, they bumped the game to the end of the year. Yeah, I guess so. Like, it's simple. The league would just push the game to the end of the season, bump playoffs back one week. That's it. Done. Dealt with. No. No one's doing that. Coach is like, well, you guys want to play? The kids are like, yeah, we want to play. Well, they get to the field that day, and the superintendent's like, nope. No game. Go back to the locker room. He's like, what do you mean? All the players are pissed. They wanted to play. Yeah. And they're like, game's canceled. Greg canceled it. He's like, how does this guy have the authority? First off, fuck you, Greg. <laughs> fuck fuck you, Greg. you. But then it's like, how does Greg have the authority to call the game when a head coach and the whole team wants to play? Yeah. And Super Ten's like, hmm. Basically saying that if it were me, I'd fire you. <laughs> if it were up to me, I'd fire you. And he's like, well, is it up to you? He's like, no, but I'm going to get like the board together and we're going to vote on it. Um, and then Benny's mom is going to sue him. And instead of going to a court, they came up with some... Now, I don't know, maybe all civil hearings are like this, but like... This was new to me. I figured it was just a budget thing. They didn't want to rent out a courtroom and make this like legit. But basically she explained it as in this civil court hearing, you don't need a lawyer. It's just you versus the other person and you're gonna be your own lawyer and you're gonna gonna talk this out and then uh, I'll be the judge. And they're basically sitting at a table like this in someone's like fucking dining room. That's what it looked like. Yeah, I I don't (laughs) know if uh, murder goes to civil court too often, but. (laughs) Anyways. And she's, and it's not even like, see, this thing, pressing charges, I feel like, yeah, if you're like saying he's responsible for the murder, you're pressing charges, she sued him for $1. And her premise was that it doesn't matter about the money, I just want him to be convicted so that he can't coach again. Mm. And I'm like, but. And so, anyways, she brings in, like, first off, it's not the coach's fault. Anyone with sense knows it's not the coach's yeah. fault that the kid died, it's a freak accident. That's it. <laughs> she's just like, no, fuck you, still. And she's just being strong. She's bringing in all these, like, um, she brings in Greg to, to testify. Greg, did you say it was a bad idea to do sprints? Yeah. He made them sprint all day. It's like, it was 20 minutes, bitch. Yeah. It was not that much. And he, she's just, the narrative that she's striking. And who does she get in? She gets in Mark. Mark to testify yeah, as his coach. Mark. Why were you doing sprints? Uh, because we were late. So it was a revenge thing for wasting his time. Hmm, interesting. And you did sprints for the whole practice? Yeah, well, like, the practice ended once. Hmm, yeah. And then she's like, and you said you were done the sprints, but he made you keep going? Well, yeah, like, I thought I counted 11, but he still wanted us to sprint. And then once you kept going past 11, that's when it, mm-hmm. And he's just like, and they're like, all right, thank you. And he's like... Wait, I still have, like, more, like, I wanted to say. Like, I feel guilty. Like, if I just ran, maybe this wouldn't have happened. Like, he had a lot of, like, internal guilt. And she's like, you said, like, this would make me feel better. I don't feel better yet. It's like, she basically is exposed that the mom just completely manipulated this Mark kid to come and talk shit about the coach for her own gain. I'm like, this mom's crazy. Absolute crazy. And then the judge basically comes to the logical conclusion, not the coach's fault, freak accent, acquitted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he like goes to a newspaper reporter that he talked to who like slammed him in the newspaper. She's like, nah, everyone still thinks you did it. She doesn't give a fuck. The guy at Auburn, he's like, ah, you forfeited that game, eh? 
that sucks. Guess you're not getting the job. Yeah, no job. Like, it was just absolutely ridiculous. And so, like, he even tried, coach tries to go to this kid's fucking funeral. The mom just like, get out of here. Like, it's just, it's so shit. And meanwhile, there's like f- all these bar scenes. And I'm like, what is this movie? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And then finally at the end, it's supposed to be like the conclusion where like him and Mark have like some sit down dinner. Man, it was the dumbest thing ever. They're just sitting there, not saying a word. And then just as they're leaving, they have like this emotional, I'm sorry, man. And they like yell at each other. And then you get about five more minutes of him getting mad at his daughter for caring. Cause she's like, dad, are you okay? And he's like, fuck you. And it's just like the most ridiculous movie. And like the ending is stupid. Doesn't even matter. They talk about the kid's death and then nothing happens. And then it's over credits roll. What a shit movie. I was mad at every single moment of this movie was fucking livid. And at the end I was like, why did I sit through this? The only good part was it was the shortest movie I've watched in forever. It was like a minute and 20 or hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> they don't make hour and 20 minutes anymore. Like, no. That is so fast. So, it's it's so fascinating listening to you talk about it. I I'm swear pissed. you saw this on the news. Like this sounds like something that actually happened. I guess that's and, what the coach was looking or the writer was looking for. Well, like like because the the writer clear like the storyline is clearly shit. But like the way the way that you describe it, it sounds like it's happening in real time and like real real life scenarios are happening. It's I so was... fascinating to see you go. And the fact that you're willing to watch like if I watch a show that I just can't stand after twenty minutes, please turn it off. I almost I put did. something new on. I almost did. Especially like did you watch it by yourself? Basically, yeah. So that's the <laughs> I'm just sitting here getting mad. Is this movie shit? Why is this happening? (laughs) (laughs) It's been shit for so long. It's been shit for 20 minutes. It's all another hour, but I must finish it. It was... It was pretty bad. It It just got me all kinds of irritated, and it brought up, like, a lot of, like, football memories... Funny story uh, relating to football. Nothing really to do with this movie, but came up. That's a good sign. (laughs) I'm done with that movie. Yeah, I'm over that movie. I listened to 20 minutes of it. You watched an hour 20. We're good. We're good. Yeah, we're at the 20 minutes. I'm sitting here watching the time go by. I'm like, can I stop? What do we do here? Like, if I just say, hey, pause. Like, is that okay? Okay, I'll let you get your get, let it get out. Get so heated. I talk about a shitty movie for twenty minutes. Everyone's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Make you feel as bad as I felt. Anyways, so, my torment is your torment. <laughs> so when I was a freshman in uni, um, this big thing about concussions. Everyone was like, "Man, you can't even say you have like a headache, or else the tra- training staffs like." dude like they're like what's wrong with you and they're in your face and you can miss like two weeks because of the concussion protocol so i was like all right whatever i didn't say anything and then i heard one of the guys say to the other guys like one of the veterans are like fourth year and a fifth year the guy's like oh man i've got a fucking boner right now and i'm like bro what (laughs) and they're like no 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 like headache you know headache head boner i have i have a headache (laughs) I just, we say it like that because you say boner and the therapists are like, ugh, and they like walk away and they don't look at you. (laughs) You say headache, they're in your face, right? So we just, it's just like a code word. And so I'm like, all right, cool. Um, Fast forward like a week and a half. 
and I hit my head pretty good and I definitely had a minor concussion at the time. Um, and I remember I'm walking off the field and I'm just like, oh my God. And I'm walking on, and the guys are like, what's up? I'm like, oh man, I should have like the biggest boner right now. And these guys are like, Pfft. insert homophobic slurs, but like. <laughs> this fucking guy. Yeah, they just start, they just start roasting me and I'm just like. That wasn't that. That was never a thing. <laughs> they, just, they just made up the boner thing <laughs> like, yep, with me. This is what they did to me. I'm gonna back to Yeah, him. <laughs> like I was just like, oh, okay. Walked into that one. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm mother, here now, motherfuckers. I think some of my favorite things, like flashback to like last week, we talked about the ice cream story. Yeah, I feel like when I just like don't get something. Because, like, I feel like I get a lot of things. Mm. But when I don't understand or I make a, like, misunderstanding, my misunderstandings have, like, the funniest outcomes. At least in my opinion. Maybe other people think I'm just a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> there was <laughs> a, a... little bit of both. <laughs> there was a... There was this time I worked at a restaurant. And there was two guys that I worked with. And they were pretty good friends of mine. Now, we were talking about the concept of you don't shit where you eat. I.e., you don't hook up with the other girls at work. You yeah. let them be... It's bad news bears. You hook up with people you work with, especially in a restaurant setting, it's always bad news bears. Yeah. Well, they said there was this girl that used to work here, and let's give her the name Sandra. That's a really old person name. No one. I don't Sandra. even. I think my grandma's name is Sandra. Wait, I don't. I don't know. Sandra any. Bullock is the only thing I've ever heard of. Sandra. <laughs> let's call her Sarah. So like this, this yeah, girl. Normal. This girl Sarah worked uh, that worked at the restaurant. Um, so they both hooked up with her at one point in time and it was just like bad news bears yeah. and whatever. And so I got, I they heard about that story. I heard how poorly it went and then it kind of like left my mind cause I didn't really care. It was just like whatever drama before I even worked here. So yeah. like whatever. Now anyways, my boss is like, oh yeah, Sarah's coming back. And I'm thinking like, hmm, that name's familiar. <laughs> All right, Sarah, hmm, interesting. And so, I see on the schedule, Sarah's first day, I see her, and then I see my buddy, the one that yeah. I know hooked up with her. And I'm like, ooh, the T. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is the first time that they've worked together, this first day. I'm like, ooh, this will be interesting. Yeah, Sarah worked like, she worked like two hours before his start time. Mm. And uh, Sarah was really pretty. She was a very pretty girl. I was actually... When I first saw her, I was like, I was like, damn, boys. Like, I really didn't think you were in this pay grade. Like, <laughs> boys. <laughs> but like, the boys. Yeah. I was like, I, was like I, I didn't think they had that. But she was really pretty. So I was like, all right, whatever. Like, props to these guys. Yeah. Shooting out of their range. Um, a good, good personality. <laughs> exactly. Um, anyways. <laughs> so, uh, but I'm looking at Sarah, and I'm here, and, like, I remember the details of what some of them said. And I'm kind of like... I'm not laughing at her, but I'm kind of like, I see her and I'm like, I'm just like giggling to myself. I don't know you, but I know. And see, the thing is, I thought I was being like slick about it. I thought it was like low key. I spoke to her after all this was cleared up and she's like, I was wondering why the fuck you were looking at me like that. Because you could tell I was looking at her in a weird way. Like, what's wrong with this guy? What's he thinking? Anyways, so I'm laughing. And so... (laughs) My buddy shows up. He starts working, and I'm like, "Dude, see your Sarah's here." And he's like, "Looking." He's like, "Yeah, so." And I'm like, "Isn't that the one?" 
And he starts laughing. He's like, nah, there was two Sarahs. <laughs> <laughs> and so I thought this Sarah was the one that got fucking, they ran a train on us. So oh work. my God. And he was this other Sarah. And I guess these two Sarahs don't like each other. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking she was this one and this. And then so after the fact, like not that much after, like yeah. relatively right after, maybe like a day or two. I tell her about the miscommunication. She's like, you thought I was that fucking bitch? What the fuck? <laughs> it was just, it was all kinds of random drama that came out of nowhere. Yeah, I was like, I was like, Dustin, what's wrong with you? I'm just starting shit. <laughs> you good? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. Um, I had a, <laughs> another story. Um, story time with Dustin today. So, Kyle, you don't have any tattoos, but are you? Oh, you, oh yeah, you a little baby one. No, Kyle, you, he also has a bit of a tramp stamp too. You, you don't see it too often, but what? <laughs> I'm gonna Photoshop a tramp Not stamp. Yet. On, I'm gonna take a picture, find a picture of Kyle from behind, and put a tramp stamp on him. It'll be the cover photo for a little butterfly. Yeah. Anyways, um, one thing that's happened to me in my life is people be like, "Oh, you have tattoos." Same. Let me show you. And it's like some weird like bonding thing over tattoos. Yeah. I do that all the time. I don't care. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. I don't care. Oh, you have tattoos? So many people have tattoos. You, you didn't even bother to ask me about my tattoos. <laughs> Why would I care about your tattoos? Yeah. So like bonding over tattoos to me has always been stupid. Now, I knew this guy um, in college and we went to Montreal for a weekend and one day, one of the nights we come back in the morning, this guy wakes up. He's like, oh my God, shit got crazy. And he's like one of those hype artist guys. It's like really fucking lame. But he's like, man, we got so fucked up. We drank so many beers, but you really doubt him every time he yeah. says that. And so he comes up, he's like, crazy last night, check it out. And he shows us he got a fucking tattoo last night. And we're like, bro, what? That's real He's like, dumb. man, I was so fucked up. I don't even remember doing this. Well, that's red flag number one. What well, tattoo place is letting you get fucked up and just tattooing people that are blitzed? Like, that's like the hard to get... <laughs> like, the fun tattoo that's place. That's bad news bears. I don't know many places where you let that that's, go. You, that's where you just go into the basement and <laughs> get the tattoo gun, get a little black ink on the side. <laughs> Anyways, he's got this big, like, tribal piece. It's like a bull and it's on his knee. <sighs> and I'm looking at him like, man, that's a lot of black ink. I'm like, what are you doing he's like yeah it's because i'm a taurus <laughs> and i'm like Sorry. i'm like one oh there's nothing more badass than saying your horoscope <laughs> yeah one i'm like mm, okay i guess people get their horoscope but whatever like i'm actually more concerned that you have a pisces tattoo on your back already <laughs> now. like uh did you forget you did that because that's a thing back there <laughs> and he's like yeah i just need an excuse and i'm like oh so you're admitting that that had nothing to do with it you just needed a story he's like yeah and i'm Brilliant. like all right whatever you're an idiot let this guy go i don't think twice about it yeah so fast forward like a day or two i think and we're on the bus back to toronto and i'm sitting i think i can't remember how i think i was sitting next to a girl and like her friend was on the other aisle and they're talking to me about my tattoos and they're asking me about them. And so like, I'm telling them the stories, whatever, and we're talking about it. And this guy's sitting in like the seat uh, ahead of us. And I just hear him go, 
ow. And he kind of like says it so I can hear him. And I just like look at him and I'm just like, I don't, just don't acknowledge yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not falling for your shit here. <laughs> I'm not falling for it. And then so like we keep talking, give it like a minute or two here. <sighs> kind of hurts still. And he's like talking to nobody because no one next to him is fucking listening to him. Yeah. He's just talking loud and up so that I can hear him, that we can hear him back here. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm ignoring him. And then I hear, ow, dusted. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> he's like, it hurts. And I'm just like, don't answer, don't answer. And the one girl's like, what hurts? And he's like, he like <laughs> swerves in with the like the head. Hey, <laughs> except he's like, my new tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like the fucking, the way he just like swerved in. I was just like, oh, cringe. And they're like, oh, you just got a new tattoo? And he's like, yeah, do you want to see it? And he's just like, that's like his pickup. Yeah. Like, yeah, I got a new tattoo. Like, you want to see it? So and sick. I'm just like, fucking kill me. You're so cringe. And then he feeds them the Taurus thing. And I'm just sitting there like, oh my God, can I leave? Like, can I jump <laughs> off this bus? I don't care if I'm, I'm in like, out. I do not care if I'm in the middle of this highway. <laughs> like, just get me out of here. I fucking hate it. And it's just like, those kind of people just fucking kill me. They are the worst. Like, it's especially because, like, that's, uh, it's a kind of running joke that I have with uh, Brittany and her family is, uh, I call them uh, double question Seabrooks. So they, uh, it's it's a, it's a similar line where uh, you go to say something like, um, "Oh, that wasn't that great." Oh, what? And then they'll say what they want to say. So they'll, they'll say something to kind of entice you to bring up that one question. <laughs> so they don't you to they, ask. They don't want to impose on you what they want to say. But they want you to set up the conversation. <laughs> now they can say what they want to say freely. Low-key, that's super annoying. It's super annoying. <laughs> it, it's it's the worst because sometimes like sometimes it'll be something I generally want to hear. But mm-hmm. other times I'll I'll hear them say it. I know what they're looking for. And I could just I, I, I know how much it hurts them for me not to say anything. And I'll just sit there silently and I'll hear <sighs> <laughs> and just the facial expressions and stuff and I'm just sitting there inside giggling just keeping a straight face just in case <laughs> so they don't know I, just I don't know even acknowledge them you're just like watching TV like yeah just keep it going pretend I didn't hear it turn it up a little <laughs> and, they're, and they're not willing to ask the second time because they're intentionally trying not to impose so if you ask twice now it's kind of imposing so but yeah similar similar things where just it, it annoys you a, It, but that guy that guy's he sounds like a douchebag just in general. So when you add in that he's doing this stuff for pickup lines and the seem cool in front of the guys, and he got a fucking Taurus on his knee, like there is so many options. Like if you're drunk, you get you get the Andy put on your foot. Haha, <laughs> you were drunk, you had a stupid tattoo. You don't get a bull on your knee. And like just for like, like your knee. Who just gets for a like, tattoo on your knee? Just for reference. This wasn't just a small tattoo. This was a knee piece. Oh, so, like, I would say from, like, the bottom, like, because there's, like, the inside of your knee. Yeah. That bottom left side of your left knee where it, like, kind of, like, you feel, like, that tendon there. Yeah. From, like, there to, like, the top of your kneecap. Like, that whole part of his knee. And maybe, like, a good, like, five inches on top and below the knee. Like, it Jesus. covered that whole place. Like, it was much bigger than a handprint. That was his whole knee got covered. That's that, a big tattoo, and that's a lot of blacking. Yeah, that's a that's dropping a lot of drunk money. 
Like, it looks terrible. Yeah. Oh, that's that's even worse. That's, that's <laughs> okay, very very tough. Good. And he was just like, yeah, I'm crazy. And he's still <laughs> trying to pull. Yeah, he's still trying to play that out. I'm just like. And, that, and that's yet again. That's the kind of guy. Like he's not going to get the stupid camel toe. He's not going to get the thing that would be a funny drunk thing to do. He's going to get something that's not funny. It, <laughs> it's nothing. It's completely like, oh, does that mean anything to you? No. <laughs> okay, if we don't. Why are we talking about it anymore? Like, oh, this, that's terrible. The same guy. This guy. I just. He wasn't a bad guy. He just like annoyed me so much that I just I couldn't hang out with him too much because he just like really frustrated me. Um, there was one time we were at, it was Halloween freshman year, and, uh, we're at this club as everyone's kind of dressed up for Halloween, right? Yeah. I was in something pretty lame, pretty basic. I think I was, uh, it was like the first time I got a convict costume, so I was just like basically in an orange outfit. Nothing really creative there, but like I was comfortable and I was oh, able to. Oh, you you wore a jumpsuit somewhere? <laughs> what a tracksuit! You it wasn't the colors. It was your tracksuit. It was like from like Party City or something. So it was just uh, like a loose orange T-shirt, basically, and like orange pants. It was so basic. Just wearing slacks. But anyways, like I was nice. I was still. I could move. I could dance. I could have a good time. I didn't have to worry about some headpiece or like sweating my bag off or yeah. something. Anyways. um... So he came in this full Sub-Zero from Mortal Kombat outfit. And he was like, ha, with his fucking poses and shit. And his, ha, And he just, he had the whole thing down. And I'm looking at it as, as a nerd. And I'm like, it's kind of dope. I yeah. respect I respect the outfit. I've always kind of been in a cosplay. I like that shit. So I was like, eh, that's kind of dope, actually. Problem was, we're going to a club, talk to girls. And they don't know what Mortal Kombat is. And they certainly don't know what Sub-Zero is. So... I'm talking to this girl and he comes over and she's dressed as like a cow or something. And he, he's like, he's like, comes up, he's like, hey, are, are you a cow? And she's just like, obviously. <laughs> and he's, and she's like, looks at him. Obviously, that's what you do at Halloween. You reciprocate yeah. the outfit checkout. And she's like, and you're, he got so upset when she didn't know what the fuck he was. You a ninja? And, he, <laughs> and she's like, she didn't even say ninja. She just looked at him like, and you're... Like, <laughs> like what are you? And he's like, he puts his like his arms and he's like, I'm Sub Zero. <laughs> and she's just like looking at him like, like, am I supposed to know what that yeah. is? <laughs> Do I look like I play Mortal Kombat? Anyways, she ends up getting scared off by him, and and he's just like pretty pissed. He's like, what the fuck? How did she not know what my costume was? I'm like, bro, like. At least try and like do like the get over here, like just do something. Like, don't don't Scorpion. be like, oh, it's just me. I, don't, I know it's a different guy, but <laughs> yeah. that's a it's a iconic thing for Mortal Kombat. Make try it, and make know. it like funnier, more digestible for the popular crowd. Yeah, so I'm, I'm done with this fucking guy, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy kills me. Uh, every Hall every Halloween story I can think of ends in I think. Either me or Ryan getting in some kind of fight. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, oh, the, the good one was uh, uh, the house on Yale. Because um, I'm not supposed to say names because I fucking do it all the time. But uh, I already said Ryan. But I remember that one I dressed as a hippie. I had the white, white pants, hair, blah, 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 the whole nine yards. And then I remember Ryan started the fight with uh, another kid because he was uh, dancing near uh, 
I'll just blurt out the name Katie so that we can actually make this work out here. I love how but, it was so easy for me to come up with fake names. And you're just like, <laughs> fuck it, I can't think of anything. I, I don't use <laughs> fake names. I use exact names and fuck it if it doesn't work. Tell a story, Kyle. But, just tell a story. You're but he gets in the fight. But then I remember I ended up, like, like normal at that time, I get way too drunk. And uh, I end up getting thrown in uh, Wyatt's car. I, like, shut the doors, lock it. I'm going to sleep in here. He'll drive me home later. So then, fast forward a couple hours. I wake up. I'm in the middle of a field. I Like, it's raining. I'm in the middle what? of the field. I have no idea how I got here. I'm My pants are white but stained now with mud and grass. My, my hair is gone. All I've got is... I don't have my real glasses. All I've got is my hippie glasses. So oh I can't God. see shit. So I get up and I'm kind of like, okay, let's just like take take my surroundings in. It's just an open field, but I kind of see the road down. So I walk, then walk up the road, figure out where I am, get back to the the house that we were at. We go, I go into the the the, the party party area, and I see that there's this fucking nice blanket on the the couch. I'm like, fuck it, I'll go sleep here. I go go to lay down on top of it, and I see her. Get up! There's a girl in this bear costume that I just cozied up into at like six o'clock in the morning, and I I just, I run because I'm like I don't know what the fuck's going on, and I don't want anything. I end up sleeping on chairs and everything. Pause, but, we, you woke up in a field next yeah. to some random girl in a bear. No, costume? no, I left the field, went to the road, found found my way back to the party. Oh, but then get to the couch that's that's there, and I thought it was a blanket. But it was a girl <laughs> in a bear costume. Yet again, I don't have my real glasses. I Kyle's have hippie like, glasses, so I'm just seeing, seeing whatever I want. Kyle's like sleepy, blind, and he's like trying to fluff up his pillow, but she's like firmer than he thought. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so like, is better. Yeah, I just beat your pillow up a little. Oh, that's better. Now I can sleep. Well, yeah, I don't think I've ever survived a Halloween. Like, well, lately I have. <laughs> the last couple of years have been pretty easy. Oh, but I, I've had I've had my fair share of bad Halloweens. Halloween was just like always like cringe for me because I never really wanted to like dress up that much, and like whenever I did decide to dress up, I like I went for it, and then I'd be like I find myself like I put in so much effort to put this costume together and like go to these places like uh, like thrift stores and this and that to like find things, and then I'd like. It would be like the night of seven o'clock, eight o'clock, whatever, like getting ready to go yeah. out. And I'm like standing in front of the mirror, I'm like, I am I'm such like, a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, there's a picture floating around, I think it's on my Facebook, I don't think it's that hard to find, of like this one Halloween and like I think I was dressed as Flava Flav. So oh, like, the big. <laughs> so, but like, no, I didn't. I didn't go hubcap. I literally I bought a fucking clock. Oh, I bought a fucking. It's like a Toy Story clock. I bought a fucking like Viking helmet. I had these ridiculous glasses. Some like you know, cr- you know, cr- I'm so crazy with this jacket and this t-shirt and these pants. Like I was so wacky. Yeah. I looked like a fucking idiot. I had like this gross chin strap beard at the time, and it just, <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> And then when, when you go all in on, like, a Flava Flav, it's like, you don't, like, Flava Flav isn't just one costume, so you just look like a weird guy. And most people didn't get it. No, the I clock have... would be, like, the only thing that you can kind of, okay, that's Flava Flav, but the rest is just guessing. Most people are just like, hmm. <laughs> like, it wasn't anything recognizable <laughs> enough that people would be like, 
Flavor, flavor. <laughs> I had to do that. And that was in me for the whole night. Flavor, flavor. And no one got the joke. And I'm just like, I'm just hanging out by myself. I'm going to just take these goggles off for a minute here. <laughs> and so, like, we ended up going to some club. I can't even remember where. My one buddy was, like, doing a couple's costume with his girlfriend. They dipped relatively... Oh, jeez. Big yawn. They Jesus. They dipped relatively early um, in the night, so I don't even know what happened to him. And then I had, like, my other two roommates. They just, like, got drunk and, like... I didn't really see them for most of the night. And I just found myself like, I had like a bunch of friends that were there, but like all the people I went with weren't with we're me. Gone. And I just found myself like, I'm just at this club by myself basically. That's and like, so, you know, for those that don't remember, don't know, I don't drink. So like, I went out to this bar completely fucking dead sober, dressed like a fucking idiot on Halloween. <laughs> and everyone's just like hanging out, like, like our whole, it was, you know, it was organized by people that were on the football team. So, like, this whole place is basically packed with people that I know. Yeah. So, it's not like I'm, like, the loner that doesn't know anybody here. I could go talk to any of these people. But I didn't come with anyone because they're not, like, my like my boys. boys. Yeah. And so, like, I'm just, like, basically here. I'm alone, but I'm not. But I'm just, like, bored. But, like, they're still, like, let's have fun. It's Halloween, yeah. And I'm, like, I'm just going to go fucking dance. Why not? I'll just go fucking dance. You know, you dance over here. You dance over there. Dance with these people. Yeah. These people. You know, sometimes you pull a lady, dance with her for a little bit, whatever. And, like, this particular night, like, my costume was just so fucking ridiculous. And I just remember this clock was just getting so heavy on my fucking neck. And I've got my sunglasses on in this dark club, and I can't <laughs> see anything. And I'm just like, just, yeah, <laughs> like, flavor, flavor. <laughs> I'm just, like, I'm just vibing for no reason. Yeah. I was dancing in the middle of the fucking dance floor, and I'm just, like, I had, like, a, you know, it was a, it was a bad time. I probably danced for, like, a good, like, a couple hours, to be honest. But, like, I just remember, like, leaving, thinking, yeah, I don't know if that was worth the hype. <laughs> like, all that effort I put in that costume. For what? Yeah. <laughs> I was probably better off being a convict. <laughs> Like, it was just such a fucking weak costume. I was like, this oh. is dumb. <laughs> Jeez. So, <laughs> so, I'm not going to use the transition, but uh, uh, on the more recent events, uh, you hear about the new new uh, things going on with Papa John himself? I know Papa John so, dropped the N-word like two years ago. Yeah, so the backstory, two years ago, he has, uh, I, I, I have kind of, not the transcript of what he said, but basically, uh, two years ago he resigned because there was a conference call and he used the N-word and then, ref what is it, reflected on his early life in Indiana where he said, people used to drag African Americans, I'm sure he used that term, <laughs> from trucks until they died. Whoa, pies, what? Yeah, that's a... That's, that's a fair thing to put on a conference call in 2018, that... That seems seems you'll probably be okay. Hello, sus. Continue. So, resigns. So the newest thing is he's in uh, he's in headlines because he's he's been working to get himself better. So in his words, oh yeah, he he also thinks it's bullshit that he that he lost his job and that they it was an attack on him from the left wing propaganda. Left he wing said propaganda. It. He said it like this. All it. right. But uh, so he's like. I used to I used to lay in bed just going, how did they do this? And 
For me, we've had three goals for the last 20 months. To get rid of this N-word in my vocabulary and dictionary and everything else because it's just not true. Figure out how they did this and get on with my life. He's spent the last 20 months focusing on how to stop saying the N-word. That's it. It's not that hard. It's it, But, like, just think about how ingrained into his vocabulary it is that he's still, like, I can't say the word triggered. I can't go to basketball games. Because this word is focused in my vocabulary. Like, wow, that's so brutal. Like, that's, that's crazy. That's and, embarrassing. And just to think of how... He, he feels like he's doing good. He's he's willing to go out there and be like, you guys, 20 months, I'm almost done. I say it like three times a week now. It <laughs> used to be every day. I a pack a day. Now I just like, you know, pack a week. <laughs> yeah. Now I buy one pack on Friday and I don't buy another till the next. Oh, boy. This, this guy, like, it's, it's crazy that there's... That's a real person. It's kind of like what I said before. I never... Until, like, I start reading up and finding these things, I never know these are real people. Like, these, these issues that people bring up, I've never really seen it, for the most part. So, all of it is, like, secondhand that I see. But, like, when you see somebody that clearly had a shitload of money, was at least smart enough to get to his position, but still dumb enough to... Even if, like, that is part of your vocabulary, you're not smart enough not to say it on conference calls, you're not smart enough to not say it to anybody else. Like, sit at home, sing the rap song, say the word to yourself if that's what you need to do, but don't bring it out like that. That's how dumb and racist, like, actual racist this guy is, that he's willing to say it out in public. Some craziness. I think my favorite part of the whole Papa John thing is Papa John doesn't work for Papa John's. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just think that's hilarious. I don't know how Papa John's... Like, I think Shaq pretty much owns Papa John's now. <laughs> he just took it over. <laughs> Which, that really... That's the reason it's taken 20 months. Like, he's, he's probably heated. Him and his boys in Indiana. Oh <laughs> like, God. if he wasn't 7 foot 6. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That's... That's so tough. It's so crazy when you now hear, I want pizza. When you hear like, that. Do I order pizza I know, every this? time? I'm like, I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> like, Yo, do Papa, I support the the Papa, new Papa John? Papa John's. So like, gonna, does he still get dividends? We're gonna start a Twitch stream, and it's gonna be us ordering pizza. <laughs> Please donate to Honestly. cover the cost. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Oh man, that's that might not be funny. That might be a business plan. <laughs> like, like I think we can do it. Like this oh. fucking barstool that he has a whole pizza review. He just goes and buys pizza, oh, eats it, says oh, it's good or bad. Like that's all he does. Anybody could fucking do that. I think that's what we need to do. Is just start doing what barstool does. Anything, <laughs> he just randomly does shit and gets paid for it. I uh, I've been watching so much like. Gordon Ramsay kitchen nightmares and just like watching all these people in the kitchen and how, yeah. they, how they like do all that stuff. That stuff to me is just like so amusing, especially because I work in a restaurant just to see. Fuck, I slammed my pinky toe. Ah! <laughs> Ow. Like I'm not even fucking walking and I just. <laughs> okay, go, go on with your kitchen nightmare. <laughs> I fucking got the living room nightmares here. This guy's kicking the Dining room table is not working out for you me. Good, bro. I'll make it. I'll make it. Um, yeah, I just watch these kitchen nightmares, and they're just they're so funny to me. Just watching people just like 
not give a fuck and like some of the rancid ass food and just people like stealing shit from the restaurant sometimes like was just one episode there was this dude they call him the buzzard because he's just like always buzzing around eating shit <laughs> taking shit and he's just like yeah they, they'll like cut like different scenes and gordon ramsey's like walking around looking and you see buzzard in the back of the room fucking <laughs> she made a little wrap or something he's eating something and then it was like there's one night where the night he like yeah they end up firing this guy because uh on one of the nights gordon's there he sees him like take off with like grocery bags and he's like What's this? So what's up with this guy? And so he tracks him down. He's like, hey, like, you just, like, taking shit. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, does she know you're taking shit? He's like, yeah, she knows. It's fine. And he's like, let's go back to the restaurant. I I, I, just, I feel like we should, like, I want to hear from her. Yeah, I feel like we should have a conversation here, not just find your grocery bags. Be like, oh, yeah, cool, cool. And so they go back to the restaurant, and they open up, like, what he's got. And he's got, like, a little sandwich for tomorrow, a little, like, salad for later, and, like, a fucking rack of lamb dinner and one thing, and, like, three bottles of wine. (laughs) This guy's just like, eh, 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 like, whatever, whatever. That's that's how long he's been doing. He started off taking, like, a bite of a sandwich. (laughs) Right. He ended up with lunch and dinner. That's Yeah, this guy's like, fuck it, we're having a party tonight, I'll bring the booze. (laughs) But, like, when you look at those, like, 90% of us are that guy. We're, we're buzzard. Where it's like, if if the person was cool with it and didn't say anything, we'd probably be like, yeah, this this makes sense. I'm down. I'm going to take a little bit. But the thing that separates buzzard from most human beings is that once the cameras show up, you stop. And then when the cameras leave, you go back to doing your business. Like, she she probably did know. That, that's the thing, is that she probably knew a little bit about, like, what's going on. But once the cameras are rolling, Gordon Ramsay, this would never happen, Mike. Is this happening yours? She's not going to be like, yeah, he can have whatever he wants. No, she's going to take the, the the other side and be the big boss lady and have to fire this guy. It's a fucking idiot. Whenever cameras show up, stop doing your such shit. Like, conference call, don't say the N-word. That's Rule number one, camera show up, don't steal in front of them. Like, uh, the world the world would be so much easier if people just could take the common sense and just just do your stupid shit at your own house. If you're, you want to be whoever you want to be, do it at your own house. Don't take that shit outside. So, I, uh, <laughs> this old restaurant I used to work at, um... The one that never stocked anything. <laughs> so this old restaurant I used to work at, um, there was a, a buddy of mine that was an ex-employee, and he really didn't like the place. And like I understand his feelings were justified. I also didn't like the place, but I, I was okay at the time. Whatever, I was working there. Um, and uh, <laughs> he tried to steal a bottle of wine from the restaurant. And the thing was, is him and my other buddy that was with him were acting so fucking shady. And they were, like, so nervous around me. And I'm just like, what's going on? You guys are very suspect right now. And so I see him at one point, like, grab his jacket in a certain way and start heading for the door. And I walk up to him, like, relatively, you know, like, three or four feet away. Mm-hmm. And I look at him like, what are you doing? And he just, like, panics. And he like sh- like shuffles his arms a little bit, 
and the fucking bottle of wine falls out of his jacket and just hits the floor and shatters. And he just like looks at it and I just see it on the floor and I look at him and he's like, and I'm like, first thing that came to him is, you're the worst fucking thief I've ever met in my life. Are you kidding me? And I just start like coming for him. Like, you're so embarrassing. How could you... fuck up stealing a bottle of wine i wasn't even looking <laughs> you could have just walked out you're six feet from the door but you fucked it up yeah and i just like i'm just like going in on him making him feel so bad <laughs> and, and he ends up like walking he's like he just like puts his head down, starts walking to the door i start following the door and just keep fucking like you're embarrassing i hope you learn to never do that you're again you're the most relentless person <laughs> Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You fuck up stealing a bottle of wine? Like, like you, you pretty much got an inside man. Like, you just worked there. You knew everybody there. You could probably get away with it. Like, did I even like the place enough to really re- regulate that? Like, if I legit caught you stealing a bottle of wine, would I have just, like, turned a blind eye and be like, oh, I didn't see it? Honestly, maybe. Fucking yeah. maybe. Honestly, I probably would have been so just like, whatever. Fuck it. I didn't see anything. But, like... I didn't see anything, and you still fucked it up yeah. and dropped it. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I was like, I'm not going to, like, you know, rat on you or, like, you'll get banned or whatever and everyone will hate you. I'm not going to, like, call the police because you didn't fucking take anything. <laughs> I'm not going to make you pay for it. I just want you to know that You're you should be ashamed idiot. of yourself for how pathetic you are at <laughs> stealing. just killed me. I was like, how could, how could you even do that? Okay, so another stealing... One uh, for all intents and purposes, I was running beside the people. What was while that again? Say this. that phrase again. You heard it. <laughs> I just feel like you didn't. You know. can elaborate yourself. I just feel like you don't know that saying is. Well. <laughs> I, I do, but I don't know how to say it. I know what saying I'm looking for. <laughs> this is what I'm finding way more is I just say shit, and I didn't realize how much I did it. Like you know, Trailer Park Boys, how yeah. like, Ricky would just ran. I do that all the time, and Brittany thought I was quoting like. She thought you were quoting Trailer Park Boys. But it's just me saying shit wrong. You're you're mumbling sayings because you don't know what they're saying. You just just, know the sound. I just make new shit up as I go. (laughs) But uh, all intents and purposes is what I was going for there. Uh, So back in high school days, we're at at the old 7-Eleven. And uh, see the guy pulls up across the... You normally like the guys that would pull up the the trucks to load them up with candy, whatever. They pull right up to the store so that they're right there. But for some reason, this guy didn't. He parked across the street, and it was the ice cream guy. So he loaded up a bunch of shit on his uh, on his thing, pulled down, walks across the road to get into Seven Eleven. Immediately, the the four these four individuals are like, "Kate, let's go, run in." Jump in the back, grab a bunch of the, the ice cream. As as they're getting out, and I'm sitting on the sideline as a nice guy, just watching people. And uh, watching. The, oh, the guy nice. starts yelling and starts running. And so every books it, and everybody's got like a shitload of ice cream. So we're not running fast. By the time that we stop, they stopped running. All the ice cream was just on the ground. Nothing was taken. All it did was really piss this guy off. <laughs> Everyone's like freaking out. They're just dropping all the fucking ice. Cream. <laughs> it was just the worst thievery. Yet, yet again, even if he caught us, what is he gonna say? Oh, they just ran away from me. Like we didn't take shit. They didn't take shit. 
That's so tough. What? Oh, man, that 7-Eleven was always bad news bears. <laughs> oh. oh, so I... I just... That reminded me of probably... Probably the most suspect story I've ever had. Uh, but, um... So back in middle school days. Oh, so even boy. Further, oh, boy. So I'm at, uh, I'm at this, this... This guy's having a birthday party. We're gonna call him Q. And there's like, there's probably five, six of us there. And this, uh, this other guy, uh, Carl, he wants to come to the party, but nobody really likes Carl. But we know he'll do anything to show up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're talking, so basically he shows up and we're like, you can't, you can't come to a birthday party with no gift. And like, Mads didn't have any money like he didn't his family didn't have any money at all so like, Kyle we was knew he wasn't on the coming. poor kid because uh <laughs> i was also poor but <laughs> i could afford a gift so so fuck that guy he's poorer than me but uh so who are like okay you can't you can't come to the party without a gift so he's like oh yeah, fine sweet. leaves so we're just doing whatever a couple hours goes by we just hear slap no 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 on the door so we open up he comes running in we're like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? We said you can't come. He's like, I got you a gift to Q. And he he throws like a couple hundred bucks and a hat at him. And we're like, what the fuck just happened? So he had went down the street, held up the local, the local <laughs> corner store with a fucking knife. And like, give me all your money. And like, this is him describing it to us. He's like, he goes in there, give me all your money. I want it all. And as, as they're getting the money out, He's looking around because he's still looking for a gift because <laughs> he wants to get into our party. Still. And there's nowhere to buy anything over and there. Like once you no, get the money, you couldn't have done anything with it. Yeah. So he's he's looking around and he's like, "Hey, give me that hat too. <laughs> One hat. One hat. And then the the couple hundred bucks. So he's he's telling us this, and we're like, "Holy shit, this guy's really dumb. We could take advantage of this situation." <laughs> And we already got this guy to hold up the local community. We did not tell him to do nothing. We just said, you want a gift? Go get a gift. Come back. We were hoping he would just not come back. So he's a resilient man. He should actually have, he should have fared well. He's an entrepreneur in the worst kind of way. So, this guy was so fucking dumb. I know exactly who you're so, talking uh, about. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, I know you do. Anybody listening has a good chance I went to run though. But, uh, but uh, so so immediately, I'm a, I'm a business guy. And I'm like, we'll all tell if you don't give us money. <laughs> He's like, oh, fine. He gives, ends up giving an undisclosed amount of money. He ends up, I think, in all, all in all, having like 50 bucks. He ends up with himself. He just robbed the store. Robbed us for 50 bucks just and, to come hang out with you guys. No, the. So then, so we're done. We're all this. And then we're like, oh my God. yo, but yo, is, are those the same clothes you're wearing when you robbed the store? He's like, yeah. He's like, you can't be here. Because, like, cause the people that I was with at the time, they had, like, illegal drugs on them. And they're like, you can't you can't be at this house. Like, you have all this stuff. They, they might have fallen. You got to leave. We kicked them out of the floor. We <laughs> 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 robbed the store to hang out with you. And you extorted him and kicked him out of the party. <laughs> 
So you didn't have any change of clothes. <coughs> the motherfucker walks down the street past the store. <laughs> the cops are in the store. They arrest him right there. <laughs> he walked, they're like, it's that guy. They just look out the window. Like, and can you describe it? It's fucking him right there. <laughs> like, right there. So he gets arrested. The next day, it was in the paper that he had gotten arrested. And like, it was all through, I think, not social media. It was like before that, it was like MSN Messenger, whatever. We, we're all like finding out about this. So immediately. The next day, I get home from work and uh, or from school. Fuck, it's been so long. From ago. work, but uh, mom's like, "Oh, what do you want to do today?" I'm like, "Okay, not gonna lie, we gotta go blockbuster." Like, <laughs> I gotta what, move what this cash. I'm like, I gotta move not gonna lie, I don't have the I have some money that I should not have anymore. So I need some games and I'm buying a couple games to control. How much money did you get? He got 50 bucks. He's got water with a couple pills. What? Like I said, there's a reason he was poorer than me. He's fucking dumb as shit. I'm a businessman. He's dumb as shit. He's got horrible friends. Friends is a very loose term. The oh. man, we were not friends. We people he just happened to be him. there. Oh my god! He just happened to keep trying to show up. But that's uh, that's basically business one on one. That's business. That's how you have how's, a party? How's a businessman? Oh yeah. my god! Oh, yeah. Good, good times. Good times. Grade eight. <laughs> I think grade eight was my scummiest. Like I got all the shit. That, like people when they're like in their mid twenties and they're like going through their shitty phase. I did that all when I was like 13. Like I got all that shit out of my system and I'm like, by 25 I had fucking had a house, wife, getting ready for kids. I was like, ah, all my wild days are behind me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, I'm still dying. You kicked him out of the party. (laughs) (laughs) We were all dying laughing after it too. Cause like at the time, like you don't, you don't realize how like, how mean and how funny it is. We were legitimately like, well, you can't stay because you, like, cops might be looking for you. And for some reason, we're like, oh, well, they might come here and then we might get arrested for something. Like, I don't know why we would think that even. But we're like, no, you can't be here. Like, you gotta go. And he's like, oh, I get it. <laughs> oh, at least. Yeah, I guess so. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was. It was a good good birthday. Oh party. boy. Oh boy. Well, I think on that note, my fucking head's pounding down. We gotta, we gotta wrap it up. I was laughing too hard. Hopefully, this video works out. Oh, Appreciate you guys sticking if through it the doesn't, I'm calling a guy and he's. <laughs> we need an actual camera. That's I know okay. a guy that'll be our producer for real cheap. <laughs> we need to stop filming everything on iPhones. We need an actual camera. <laughs> This ghetto ass studio. Ah, one day. One day. Peace. Out.